Golf and rock and roll, not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going. We were born to drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with you-know-who. The best caddy on the planet, Rich B. I'm only slightly uh, chapped right now. The oh. fairways of I-4 are moving a little slow out there, so just uh, relax, enjoy the ride. Holly G and Rich B will be entertaining you for a little while tonight. Hey, but they're toasty warm, and we've had no rain. Don't need any more rain, thank goodness. Which means, Rich B, my house has been a bazillion degrees, and it has taken a third visit from the AC guys to figure out what's been going on. Finally, finally got it worked out. Apparently, a sensor in my defrosting panel had gone wacky you know, and that, was that's turning an awful lot. These it was days. turning my heat on, and then my air was trying to cool it off. So it was like going on, going off, going on, going off. But, this thing right out of the 50s? I mean, does this thing have uh, smokestacks and uh, big, uh, big, yeah, big, big vents yeah, coming big, off it? One big old, uh, you know, wood-burning stove <laughs> in the middle of it. Right and out of the 50s. big, big shout-out, because I also have had some electrical issues going on. Discovered the original panel, electrical panel, in the house. There was an addition on the house, but then I found the original panel, which was seriously outdated and seriously dangerous. Yeah. So, so what were you cooking with the microwave? You had a little dinner uh, no, at home. No, my hot, my hot plate, my <laughs> really sent it over the edge. My my little boiling uh, water from my camp stove. Um, <laughs> but a big shout out to Jack Wagner and all the guys at Illumination Electric, Steve and Diane, who uh, run the place over there. Um, four people at my house yesterday, Rich. Have B. we got it straightened out, Holly? I'm telling you. I just, if you, hey, anybody out there, if you need somebody to service your house, call me because I've got all the resources. Okay, now that since we're calling it, we've called the Wambulance. I lost my Bushnell rangefinder the other day. I left it on the golf cart and it was a no return. And, uh, bummer, you just don't realize how attached you are to the, uh, the routine of the Bushnell. I mean, if you don't have it, all of a sudden now you're trying to guess the yardage and it's been years. And uh, the Bushnell gal called me today, and uh, she plugged me in. She oh, hooked me up. She just... Thank God. I mean, I, I, I had a little sob story I told her, uh, you know, and the whole bit. Yeah, but. I know. You sobbed to me first. Yeah. And about 15 <laughs> of your other friends. Where can I get Where can I get you know, one cheap, cheap? You know, the only thing I didn't put it on was uh, Facebook. I mean, maybe I should have posted that on Facebook. I got some help. Couldn't get any help from you. Well... Speaking of needing some help, you know, it's just not been a good week for Holly G. Rich B. <laughs> Here we go. The Wambulance. What, what was it? Four what car. I was in a four oh car 
hit and run, chain reaction at a stoplight Thursday afternoon. It's amazing how bad the driving is. There's some seriously bad driving going on, and uh, distracted drivers are like a big issue. So whoever you are in that car, I rat. I didn't see it. I was the fourth one in. The rat fink. Who drove off in Mount Dora at the corner of Donnelly and 441. Parts everywhere. It was, uh, <laughs> it was well, I got, I got lucky, fortunately. Uh, brand new car, too, Rich B. Only yeah, 30. Well, did, did your airbag go off? 30 days, you know? <laughs> we have All airbag right. issues. So this is it, okay? I mean, this is, this is Holly's once-in-a-year once rant. All right, good, good <laughs> for you. It doesn't happen often. You need a hug, Holly? Yeah, you need I need a, a hug, hug Rich B. <laughs> oh, but, you know, um, something that's going to help my little aches and pains next week, Rich B. Our ice bucket challenge. No way. Oh, my. Ice. Ice, ice baby. baby. <laughs> Why, Holly? Why? Yep, we're doing it, Rich B. You and me. Ice bucket challenge. So everybody out there, all of our loyal listeners, here's the deal. We're going to be... Uh, Dumping the ice next week in Sam Sneed's parking lot. Yep, outside the restaurant, outside Sam Sneed's tavern, next to the RDV Sportsplex. And I know you can't. Ice can, arena. I know you can't miss this. Ice rink. I know all of you out there. Just maybe you should all bring a few buckets, and you can dump it on Rich B instead of me. Wouldn't that be fun? And if you want to do the challenge yourself, you come right along with us. And, Absolutely. Uh, please, I think the more people are, you know, make it a little easier for and me to go And hit the ATM this. on the way because we're going to raise a few bucks for ALS. They've raised over $50 million, Rich B. It's amazing. And uh, we're going to be giving away some Sam Sneed's gift certificates tonight because you know they're our 19th hole, the official 19th hole, the Golf Insiders. And... Um, Here's the catch, though. You're going to have to come pick them up next week at Sam Sneed's. We're going to throw a little party afterwards. So, hey, you can buy some drinks with the certificate. That's pretty cool, don't you think, Rich B? Absolutely. works. It works. Uh, and you have to be there like 7 o'clock sharp. Bring your Florida driver's license so Holly can qualify you for the uh, winner. But we're going to give away some tonight, including right now, because that's just the way I am. We're going to just start at the top of the hour with a Sam Sneed certificate giveaway. Just call 407-916-8255, and uh, hey, lucky seven. I need some luck. Lucky seven, uh, you will be the winner of that uh, Sam Sneed certificate. And uh, speaking of winning, Hunter Mahan. Let's get to some golf here, Rich B. What do you think? All right. Do you know that Hunter was the only person who had made it in all 28 playoff events since the inception of the FedEx Cup playoffs debuting. And, uh, boy, what a time to be uh, peeking, coming around. Uh, I think Tom Watson will have his eyes on Hunter for for the Ryder Cup. What do you think? Well, that was uh, Sean Foley's only win this weekend. <laughs> Sean uh, wins with uh, Hunter Mahan and loses with Tiger Woods. So, um, yes, in great, case you great. haven't you know heard, what? Tiger ended his relationship with Sean Foley. And, you know, I, you have to give credit to Hunter Mahan putted his way into the victory uh, the last on the back nine uh, Sunday, a little 65. Putting, if you saw his uh, routine has changed, you know, he's kind of halfway down the uh, line of the putt, kind of looking at it from a little different angle. He's trying. Dude made everything. Yeah, it looks know? a lot smoother. Yeah, and uh, that Not last so mechanical. Putt, the last putt on the last hole. Oh, all world. Right in the middle. 
That's, okay, that's, that's when you know you're putting good. That, that, that could be uh, taking home that big FedEx Cup paycheck at the end of uh, at the end of the run here. So, and how uh, about Stuart Appleby? Yeah, a playing few, well. A few blasts out of the pass, finishing in the top ten. Uh, he shot 65 on Sunday. Great to see him playing well again. And how about William McGirt? I keep wanting to call him McDirt. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't heard that one before. <laughs> no, but uh, how about that one? Six, uh, 66, a little uh, a little out of nowhere. Well, and you've got a new leader, number one guy on the FedEx Cup uh, uh, lineup here. It's Hunter Mahan. I yeah. mean, he just leapfrogged from way back of the field. But he gets uh, like 2,500 points, is it, for uh, the victory? Yes. And uh, Yeah, so like, he's got uh, about 3,200 now. And, and he leaped over uh, Rory McIlroy. He did. And Ernie Els having a good finish. Ernie's been playing some good golf. He shot 66. And your boy, Ricky Fowler. He's in a top tenner. Tied for ninth. A little 67. And Patrick Reed. So um, our Ryder Cup team looking pretty good. Jim Dude. Furyk and Matt Kuchar rounding out the top uh, ten I'd say at the bet, Barclays. Bet the house on the Euros this time around. It's it's a Glen Eagles over in Europe. And, uh, you know, I think they, they, they love this uh, team event. Uh, and they've played very well here in the last few years. And um, Scott Dunlap, another blaster in the past, winner at the Champions Tour event, the Boeing Classic, out in beautiful Seattle. I don't know what happened to Freddie, but um, I didn't see him in the running over the weekend. That's kind of his local event there, isn't it? He's from that neck of the woods. And on the Euro side, Jamie Donaldson winning the... Uh, D&D Real Check Masters, and he's another guy who's uh, fighting for a place on the Ryder Cup. So Paul McGinley, he's um, he's going to have some interesting choices here with his wild card picks. And we're just, uh, gosh, a week away, Richby. Tuesday, September 2nd in New York City, Tom will be making the big announcement. So we've got, we got a lot of golf to talk about tonight, and um, let's see. Holly? Deutsche Bank, Boston, your neck of the woods. Yes, awesome tournament. Holly will be giving away some uh, certificates, so pay attention uh, this hour. Holly will be giving away some uh, good stuff. And, but you have to come to Sam Sneeds to collect. That's me. So that's part of the... Uh, Bucket challenge. Oh, We've I, got a great lineup tonight. We've got Bob Herrick from ESPN.com coming up next, so stay with us. an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. struggler's blues. We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with Rich B., I don't know, Rich. I think um, I think a lot of our listeners out there can't wait to dump a bucket of ice on your head. Boy, those phones lit up like there was no tomorrow. Can we use warm water? I hate cold water. No, no, no. Dude, it no. is so cold. 90% ice. 90% oh, ice. Please. You're doing it. Ah, of course I'm doing it. And uh, I'm doing it because my very good friend... Kevin Sternett, who uh, used to be the pro out at Aliqua and 
Timaquan, his four-year-old son, Jacob, challenged me. You should have seen, when Jacob did it last week, he didn't even flinch, his little four-year-old. Tough, tough, tough kid. So, Jacob, this one is going to be for you. And uh, for ALS, of course, while we raise some great uh, some money for a great cause, over $50 million, Rich B, and this thing just keeps growing. So if you want to come out and join us, please, next Wednesday at Sam Sneed's Tavern in Maitland, off the 414, as they uh, say in L.A. Tea time, 7.05. Be there or be square. Don't be late or you're going to miss the, That's ev- right. the event. And, you will uh, be disqualified. We're giving away some more certificates because, hey, there's no better place to eat and drink than Sam Sneed's Tavern. Every time I go in there, Rich B, and I'm looking at the memorabilia on the wall. Yesterday, I saw a, a 1952 Golf World. It was classic <laughs> with, of course, Sam Sneed on the cover. But, uh, okay, we're going to give away another certificate, 407-916-8255. Caller, uh, okay, you got to be quick. Caller number three. And um, you get to pick it up next Wednesday when you come hang out with us for the Ice Bucket Challenge at Sam Sneed's next Wednesday. 7.05. 7.05 is the tea time. And we will delay no further to bring in our main man, Bob Herrig from ESPN.com, to uh, find out what's going on up at the Deutsche Bank Championship in Boston, where the top 100 are now competing for the FedEx playoffs. Hey, Bob. Hey, now listen, I have to be honest. I'm not, I'm not there. I, uh, it's the one, it's the one I'm skipping, the one of the, of, of the four playoff events I'm skipping. Oh, had uh, I known, we would have had you come over for the Ice Bucket Challenge this week. <laughs> How about that? Have you done yeah, it yet, Bob? Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, just like, uh, Sergio Garcia and Justin Rose, I, I need to take away a Need to get away a week away from golf. Yeah, I I, I hear you. So what's um what's what's the scoop on um on Justin and Sergio missing the? Actually, you know, there's there's six guys that are that are missing, uh, and those two are the only ones without a, you know, a so-called excuse. Uh, you know, Jason Duffner's injured, and just Dustin Johnson has his woes, and then you've got G Mac uh, just had a baby. And and uh, who's the other one? Paul Casey, his wife, is about to have a baby. So those are the ones missing. But uh, you know what? I, I don't blame anybody for skipping this year because, because um, you know, four in a row after the schedule they've been on, I, I just think it's a lot. And, you know, Justin Rose and Sergio also have the Ryder Cup coming up. And it's just a lot of golf. I thought it was unfortunate that the tour made the decision to not have an off week. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of golf. I know people say, oh, it's only golf, but you know, it's, it's a lot of travel, wear and tear practice rounds. There's a, there's a pro-am every week, a lot of practice hitting balls. And, you know, you find these guys not even really working on their games. They're trying to, they're trying to, um, you know, save energy. So I'm not going to fault anybody for skipping, but nonetheless, still a really good field. And and as we know, it's not just about you know playing the, the competition, but it's all that practice that goes along with it. And as you said, travel uh, probably uh, most of the people we know couldn't even put in three rounds in a row. It's Bob. a full time job. Yeah, you know, let's you know, let's be honest. When when we play all that golf, we're on a golf cart usually. You know, I mean, these guys are walking. I'm not I'm not trying to make it out like it's a contact sport or 
or anything like that. But it's still, you know, there's there's to to, to play golf. There's a lot of knickknacky little injuries, a lot of little bumps and bruises, and things that that uh, you know sometimes you just need to take a day or two off. And well, you know, even next week, the, the tournament ends on Monday. So then the, then the next one, they're all required, or most of them are required to play in a pro-am on Wednesday in Denver. You know, I mean, how do you learn the golf course? Cherry Hills is not one that they know. Uh, so it's, um, you know, I, I, I really wish they would look at this. I wish they would, would – uh, I actually think three playoff events would be far more compelling because it, it, you would not then – you definitely would not then have an off week. And you could play them three in a row, and you would almost be required to play them. You couldn't skip one and try to win the FedEx Cup. I like that, Bob. That's so, a great idea. So, but, of course, you know, which one do you get rid of? Uh, the tour is not into turning down $8 million purses. Uh, there's so much more that goes with that. Yeah, I, I think you have to say that at the same time. But if you're just talking how, how would this be better, three would be way better if you, if you asked me. Well, if you don't know how the FedEx Cup playoffs works, it's pretty simple. You start with the top 125 players. It's reduced to 100 for the Deutsche Bank this week, then 70 for the BMW Championship, and then 30 for the playoff finals, the Tour Championship, which will be at East Lake in Atlanta. And another guy that's out, uh, Bob, is Jason Duffner with that um, uh, bad neck, bulging discs in his neck. Exactly. Uh, at the PGA, you know, he talked about it bothering him, and he said he was just trying to get through it, and 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 basically said he's going to need some time to to just let it heal. He needs to let it rest, and 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 uh, there was some thought that he might try to come back this week, but he didn't, which means he's not going to be able to advance. And uh, you know, obviously, I don't think he's going to be a pick for the Ryder Cup. So, you know, he's going to take some time here and hopefully get this thing right. Uh, uh, he didn't think that there was a surgery option. It was more like a rest and rehab type of a thing. So uh, it's too bad, you know. It's, uh, you know, he wasn't having a great year, but it was decent. And, uh, but, but, uh, but clearly, you know, some of his problems are related to this. He said it started before the Masters. And, uh, you know, if it's never really gone away, you could see how that would be a problem and, and uh, and how and how uh, you know difficult it is to play golf when you have something like that. Well, we might take a, a little advice from uh, Mike, or Tiger might take a little of his advice. He said, "I'll play golf again when I'm healthy." That could be the Barclays. That could be next year. That could be 2016. I refuse to be out here and not be healthy and not give myself a chance to be competitive. Yeah, that was Duffner, right? Saying yes. that. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I, Tiger could. Tiger could uh, maybe take a page from that. Um, and, you know, obviously with Tiger, all this stuff going on with him right now, we're all sitting here going, you know, I wonder if things might have been different had he not come back when he did, even though he had been cleared and he seemed pretty good. You know, now there's another setback. And, and now, of course, it's a change in coaches. How much does he have to change his swing? How much? What will that mean? You know, it's going to be like another restart here with Tiger whenever it is that he does come back. Well, as uh, we mentioned in the uh, opening, Tiger has parted with his swing coach, Sean Foley. Uh, probably, um, you know, something that had been coming. Um, it seems like they both, uh, you know, worked it out and uh, they seem to be on good terms. 
I, I don't think yeah. you can fault Sean, given all the different things that, that Tiger's been through. And uh, it probably lessened the blow a little bit with the win with Hunter Mann. I mean, let's face it, Sean has two of the best players, Hunter Mann and Justin Rose, in terms of golf swings. That's correct. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the camp that you really can't blame Foley for, for what's going on here. Um, we, we just don't know what happens behind the scenes. I've written this uh, a couple of times, but you know, is, is Tiger listening to what Foley was teaching? Was he taking parts of it? Was he practicing? Was he able to practice? Um, now I think we could all look and see that Tiger was struggling and, you know, maybe what Sean was advocating wasn't working and that's why he needs to make a move. There's been some speculation that what he was, you know, that the sorts of things he was teaching contributed to Tiger's back problems. I don't know. that we. I don't think we can know that for sure. Uh, I'm sure Sean would disagree with that. Uh, but, um, you know, I think you said it's probably inevitable. You know, uh, Tiger has not driven the ball well even when he was healthy. Uh, you know, when he won five times last year, he didn't drive it well. It hurt him in the majors. Uh, but by the same token, how healthy of a student did Foley have? Uh, how, how much was Tiger able to work on his game? I think there's a pretty good body of evidence to suggest now that, you know, going back to last year around the time of the Bridgestone, the last tournament he won, he's not been able to practice, not, not very much. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just not going to work if you can't get out there and work on your game. I mean, Tiger tried to. It seemed like he tried to manage the back problem, the injuries, uh, and and just you know try to be as fit and healthy as he could, and and obviously it just didn't work. Um, some pretty um, interesting quotes online, including uh, from Johnny Miller, who of course is always going to tell it like it is. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting in in terms of, of course, now the chatter is who might be the next, you know, his next swing coach. But uh, Johnny said. Uh, he knows enough to tell most coaches what to do. He needs to quit being Ponce de Leon, looking for that fountain of youth. Um, clearly, you know, Tiger's soon to be 39 years old. Um, a lot of talk about the uh, routines he's had um, in the gym and, you know, that at some point that sort of explosiveness takes a, you know, toll on your body. Uh, I have been uh, of the <laughs> ilk, if you will, and... Um, Johnny said as well in another quote that, you know, he keeps talking about he needs to get back in the gym and get his explosive power back. I mean, I think Tiger needs to get a little bit of a reality check. You know, it's he's not 21 anymore. Yep. You know what? I think there's a lot to that. Um, uh, Again, not we we just don't know everything about him. So you you always have to temper all the all this. But I think there's something to be said for the fact that he seems obsessed with distance, and that comes from strength. And, you know, the, the, some of the things that have been going on, they've talked about that forward shaft lean. That's something that you do to, to take the spin off and you get you, the ball goes farther. But, you know, I would argue the Tiger hits the ball plenty far. You know, he's not among the driving leaders anymore, but he still gets it out there. It's not, it's not that. I mean, so, okay, so if he's not in the top 20 drivers in distance anymore, he's still and or has been such a good iron player. And even in those couple of tournaments where he came back there, his iron play was pretty good. 
you know, he had gotten his distance control down decently. You know, he was just having trouble getting it in play. His short game wasn't sharp. But I'm with you. I, I just sort of question that mentality about strength. I would think flexibility is the thing right now. Uh, you wonder about yoga or something like that. You know, getting strength in other ways, having its core be strengthened. You know, obviously his lower back, his stomach, those things are good to be strengthened. But does he really need to get any stronger in the upper body? Um, you know, this is a great mystery. It's going to be fascinating to watch going forward. You know, the experts have talked about his swing getting shorter. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I don't know enough about it to recognize those things, but it's pretty obvious that he's been trying to play this, this cut shot into the fairway. He aims left off the tee. Half the time he hits it straight or pulls it. You know, so something is amiss. And you just wonder, does he need to clear his head and, and what would a Tiger Woods natural swing with no clutter be like? W- wouldn't it be good enough? Yeah. I, I, um, it's going to be interesting to see. That, that was another great um, comment that I think Johnny Miller made in this article. He said, I think he should just go play golf. There's the target. You swing at the target. You don't swing way left. You swing at the target. It's a very simple thing. And I think maybe, you know, it's just a lot of times with golf, as we all know, it's about getting back to basics. I don't think that's a bad idea. You know, I mean, Tiger has always had this ability. You know, when he was with Hank, Hank Haney, you know, he hit all the shots. I mean, Hank has talked about this, the nine iron shots, and that's, you know, left to right, right to left, straight, and then low, medium, and high. And he could do it each way with every one, and he would put on a clinic doing that when he practiced on command. You know, now you just sort of wonder, hey, none of that does you any good if you're not playing from the fairway 65, 70% of the time. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, I talked to Haney the other day. He said, when's the last time you saw him hit that stinger shot? You know, that stinger shot with the five wood or the three wood. And he's right. Well, he doesn't have it anymore. Why not? That was a great go-to shot when he needed to get a ball in the fairway. Um, so, you know, I know we've got all the answers here. Uh, hopefully Tiger figures it out in terms of just making it simple, getting back to basics, you know, letting his talent and his, his abilities take over. Completely agree with you, Bob. And uh, so we're down to 100. Who are you keeping your eye on to raise the trophy at the Deutsche Bank on Sunday? You know, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see if one of these guys who's still in the Ryder Cup mix puts it together. Uh, I pick Keegan Bradley. You know, he's a New England guy. He's not won this year. He desperately wants to make the Ryder Cup team. Obviously, he, he has to rely on a pick now, which will come next Tuesday. And, you know, he didn't have a great tournament last week. Uh, wouldn't it be great if he won? Then that would answer all the doubts. I mean, he would clearly get picked if he won. I think he's going to get picked anyway. But go ahead and win the tournament, and then it's not even a debate. you got a couple of the other guys in the mix, Snedeker, Brand Snedeker, Webb Simpson, and Ryan Moore, all guys being talked about, all missed the cut last week. You know, I think you need to see something out of those guys. Snedeker was playing pretty well before he missed the cut there. I wonder if he bounces back and gives it a go. And perfect timing for Hunter Mahan to uh, win at Barkley. So it's going to be a very interesting week. And as always, Bob, we thank you for your time and your awesome insights. Check them out, Bob Herrick, ESPN.com. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Stay with us. We've got more swag we're giving away. Stay with us. 
Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play a pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. If we could just make We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G along with Rich B. And, yes, Rich. You know, I got called out on this ice bucket challenge by Tom Miller. Tom, you there? You listening? You got to be in Maitland next Wednesday, 7.05, if you want to see this happen. You and me, Sam Sneed's Tavern. The Ice Bucket Challenge, Why? and any of our listeners who want to come out and join us or bring a bucket, and you can throw it on either one of us. What the heck? It's all to raise money for ALS. Uh, just This has been phenomenal. You have to be under a rock or have uh, hit your head if uh, you didn't know what has been going on. Um, I don't know how even to say this. Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis is what the official technical name is. It's more commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. And, uh, of course, uh, many know Tom Watson's caddy, Bruce Edwards, suffered from ALS and passed away. And it's affected a lot of a lot of families, a tough uh, disease that has no cure. So we uh, hope we will add to that with uh, raising a little money for ALS next Wednesday, after the show, 7.05. We're giving away another certificate, 407-916-8255. The key is you have to come pick it up next week, next Wednesday, when we do the Ice Bucket Challenge. And, hey, you can stay with us and have some drinks and some good food. Caller number five right now for the Sam Sneeds Tavern Certificate. And we're going uh, to one of our favorite people, best dressed, and they cover (laughs) it better than anybody. The Golf Channel, Todd Lewis at Deutsche Bank. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing well. Have uh, you done this ice bucket challenge yet? You know, I, I have done it. Uh, I got called out by three people, um, including the president of Cobra Puma Golf. <laughs> and uh, so I did it. And uh, I, to be honest with you, I haven't posted it yet because... I challenged Ernie Els, and Ernie did it the day I did it. And so I'm thinking about doing it again and challenging people who haven't done it. So we'll see. But I have done it. I know I know how cold it is. Well, I think um, one of the most priceless ones I saw was um, was Nick Faldo, uh, one of uh, your compadres there, where they showed it in slow mo high definition. <laughs> Three buckets oh, wow. going on, Nick. It was it was pretty impressive. And um, and then Jim Nance doing it over the weekend. And I've never seen any. I've never seen Nick more excited. He was like a giddy little kindergartner getting ready to dump that ice bucket on Nance. It, it's. I think some of the videotape is the best. Yeah, I bet his hair looked perfect after. <laughs> it did, and so did his suit. I think he did it right after yeah. the broadcast. <laughs> the man is Teflon. Oh my goodness! So tell us, what's the buzz up there in uh, Boston? Well, I mean, it, I mean, this is a big week. For a lot of reasons. Um, obviously, they're trimming the field down in the playoffs from 100 to 70. And, you know, there's some prominent names that are kind of on the cusp of not being around. Grant Snedeker, possibly Henrik Stenson, the defending FedEx Cup champion, Luke Donald. So you got that in play. And more importantly, I think right now, at least for this week, 
is that it's the last opportunity for a select group of players from Europe and from the United States to impress their respective captains, making sure that they can get on that Ryder Cup team for either continental Europe or for the United States. So, I mean, it's a lot on the line this week. It's going to end on Labor Day. It's going to be on NBC and the Golf Channel, so it's going to be a lot of fun. That's right, and actually, I think I made a mistake earlier. It finishes on Monday, correct? It does finish. First round is on Friday. The last round is on Monday. Yeah, so, you know, that, that really, um, you know, shortens the schedule even more, just missing, a, you know, another day of practice, a, a day of travel. We were talking earlier, uh, the last segment, just about, you know, what a gauntlet this five weeks is with the Ryder Cup coming after the Tour Championship, Todd. And what, what are your feelings on the playoff schedule? Do you think maybe they need to, you know, cut back one of the events? Or what's, what's your thought? No, I... I don't think they do because there's a lot of money that they're playing for, and I think the FedEx Cup, it's not a major championship, but in my opinion, it's it's a cumulative title that that they have been working for all year. And just like any sport, whether it's the NBA, the NFL, um, NHL, and Major League Baseball, now college football, if you get hot at a certain time in the playoffs – well, then, you know, you're determined a champion. I, I think the same holds true for golf. I don't think physically, and I actually know this, I've talked to a lot of players, including Brant Snedeker, who, by the way, his last week off of the PGA Tour was the John Deere Classic. Think about that. I mean, so this is this could be like nine events in a row for him. Wow. All the way through the Tour Championship. So it's not the body that is the biggest issue. It's the mental fatigue, trying to stay sharp, trying to stay at the highest level and focus. That's the biggest thing that they're battling. Uh, I completely agree. And good timing for Hunter Mahan. You know, interesting statistic which we uh, shared last week was that he's, I think, the only player that's played in all 28 of the events since the FedEx Cup right. started. And uh, what a time to get hot. Hey, what a time to impress Tom Watson. I mean, let's be honest. Hunter Mahan has been pretty mediocre, at least for Hunter Mahan's standards, this year. And it's interesting, I just did this report on Golf Central, you can see it again at 11. I want to go back to 2012, Hunter Mahan, if you remember, won twice early in the year. But as the year progressed, his game regressed. He didn't automatically qualify for the U.S. Ryder Cup team. And consequently, Davis Webb III didn't make him a captain's pick for his team in Medina. He was devastated, by, by the way, not being on that team. Devastated. Um, and now he kind of has the same scenario, but instead of coming to Boston losing momentum, he has momentum, and he's got optimism that he can play for the red, white, and blue once again. So Hunter Mahan, uh, I think, if he has a good showing, could be on that Ryder Cup team that's captain's pick with Tom Watson. Well, we've got some uh, great pairings, uh, and, of course, they, they tee him up based on uh, the FedEx Cup standing. So, the uh, the pairing of Hunter Mann, Rory McIlroy, and Jimmy Walker. Uh, we have Matt Kuchar, Bubba Watson, and Jim Furyk, and Jason Day, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed having a good finish at Barclays. Jordan Spieth has uh, gotten a little cold. It's funny when you turn 21 how you slow down a bit, isn't it? Oh, I feel so <laughs> bad for him, don't you? I don't understand that. I mean, he's, he's over the hill now. Uh, you know, I mean, golf can be – Typical, so you know he may be going through a little bit of a valley, but I, I, I don't think he's playing poorly. Um, you mentioned Patrick Reed after Patrick 
won a couple times this year. You know, his game kind of went down a bit, but he's starting to get back into form. So um, I I wouldn't have any sympathy of playing any violence for Jordan Smith. He could be okay. And uh, Cameron Tringal have or Tringali, I should say, having um, a, a good finish after calling that penalty on himself. Um, I guess uh, you know having peace of mind and sleeping well at night has uh, definitely helped him the past couple weeks. Yeah, and he's a perfect indication of what can happen if you because Cameron didn't win, but now he's vaulted into the top ten in the FedEx Cup standings. So um, perfect indication of what you can do here if you have a great showing in the playoffs. Because ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to you're trying to get into the top five at the tour championship. Because if you're in the top five in the standings for the tour championship, you control your destiny. You win and you win the ten million dollars in the FedEx Cup. So that's what these players are playing for. Positioning. Yeah. Nice piece of change right there. Uh and it's at uh, East Lake. Hey Todd, are you guys gonna be uh broadcasting this week? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll be uh, the first two rounds, which, again, are Friday and Saturday. We'll be on the Golf Channel. And then Sunday and Monday we'll be on the Golf Channel in the early part of the afternoon and then also uh, on NBC in the latter part of the afternoon. But we also have what we call spotlight coverage this week, which is complimentary coverage on the Golf Channel at the Deutsche Bank Championship. We'll cover a certain number of holes as players go through those holes. And, you know, if you love golf, you can, like, if NBC goes to commercial break, and you still want to watch some golf, flip it over to Golf Channel, because whenever NBC is in commercial break, the Golf Channel will be on. They never will be in commercial break at the same time. Awesome. Love, love, love Golf Channel. Love weekends with the Golf Channel. You can get up watching European Tour, LPGA Tour, Champions Tour. Uh, it is all there. And, Todd Lewis, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. You're welcome, guys. Thanks for uh, having me. All right. Have a great Labor Day. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Stay with us. We've got one more segment coming up. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4, wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk in the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. And um, we're giving away another certificate, $25 certificate, to Sam Sneed's Tavern uh, over there in Maitland, where we are going to be having the Ice Bucket Challenge. Rich B, Holly G, next week, next Wednesday after the show, 7.05. See us there. You can either just come hang out, have some cocktails with us. Or join in. Or join in the fun. Bring your ice bucket. Bring your ice bucket. Bring one to dump on Rich B. <laughs> Bring a friend that you want to dump one on. And speaking of friends, Lona, Lona from the Palm Restaurant over there at Universal. Bring your ice bucket, Lona, because you're in. We like that. We like that. The more, the merrier. Uh, we're going to be at Sam Sneed's, and then we're going to have some fun after. So for caller number four. Four, number four, 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255 for that gift certificate to Sam Sneeds. So Sneeds. make sure you call, Lona. Call right now so uh, we'll have $25 gift certificate waiting for you next week. Absolutely. And, um, all right, we're going to go uh, without delay to our man from PGA Tour.com to talk some more PGA 
and FedEx Cup playoffs with Jeff Shane. Jeff, 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 Shane. Hey, Jeff, bring your ice bucket next Wednesday. We have 705 over there. You're coming, dude. You're coming. (laughs) The crowd is getting big. See, I I I think I lost something along the way. Isn't wasn't the option to either donate or take the ice bucket, but you didn't have to do both? Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Jeff. I need an excuse to get out of this. Holly won't let me buy my way out of it. <laughs> Ain't happening. Ain't happening. But yes, we'll uh, we'll have a a, a little um, bucket for contributions as well, because uh, yes, we don't want to lose sight of the fact that this is all for ALS and. Um, as I said, last last I read, over fifty million dollars they've raised, and that's just it's it's phenomenal. It's amazing how that thing went uh, went so viral. Uh, I know my son's done it at least once, and I think I heard somebody was going to challenge him again. Can you can you do it twice? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, it's I, unlimited. I'm, I'm certain. I don't think there's a you're going to run out of ice and water. <laughs> no, that's true. And I I got challenged by my friend's four year old Jeff, and uh, he dumped the bucket on himself and. Um, little Jacob didn't even flinch. He was he was the ice man when it came to the ice bucket. I was pretty impressed. So uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be quite as. Um, mm, oh yeah, bring a change of clothes. Yeah, by the way, the 705 people. Yeah, make sure you bring some something to change into. Uh, but it's going to be it's going to be a good time. We're going to have fun and a uh, little party afterwards. So uh, come come join us. And so Jeff, we're at that time of year. Um, you know, it used to be they called the PGA Tour qualifying school, the gauntlet, but I think maybe now the FedEx playoff is the gauntlet. Um, down to 100 players this week. Uh, what do you see as we go to Deutsche Bank in Boston for the weekend? Well, the, the thing that kind of has intrigued me, and you mentioned it, the gauntlet and, and having to go through uh, just so much of the pressure, but this has become such a uh, such an intense stretch here these last two months that on the calendar this year, because of the way the Ryder Cup was scheduled the final week of September, there was no place to build in an off week for the playoffs. So uh, you are going four consecutive playoff events on the heels of the PGA Championship and the Bridgestone. And you, you take a look at a guy like Brant Snedeker, he has not taken a week off since the British Open. British? The Marathon Man. PGA, Wyndham, Barclays. And now the Deutsche Bank, and uh, I think he's in position to get all the way to Atlanta. Uh, I, I know he can get at least to uh, at least to Denver, I think. But uh, it's it's a long, long stretch for these guys. Yeah, no doubt about and that. And there's a lot of stress involved with this. Uh, you know, not only the travel, uh, the and the the physical part of it, but the stress is uh, is epic. On uh, you know for. Six weeks of uh, intense golf. Sixty million bucks on the line. How much? Sixty million. Well, there is a lot of cheese. If you put all the four tournaments together, uh, what do you? I mean, that's 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 some moolah. That'll buy you a lot of ice, water, and buckets, right? <laughs> and and a few Sam Sneed's taverns along the way too. You can <laughs> you can buy the whole joint. Um, all right, who do you? We've got a few minutes here, Jeff. I'm, your thoughts on who you're keeping your eyes on here? Um, for this this week, we've had uh, uh, I think Bob Herrick picked um, um, Keegan Bradley. Of course, that's in his backyard of of the Boston, New England area. Um, Patrick Reed had a good week, and then of course, you know, Furick is he going to break through? I want this guy to win. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of guys would love to see him win, and 
if you are a fantasy golf player and you're getting FedEx Cup points, you know, for every good finish, Jim Furyk has been machine-like. If you had a team of just Jim Furyk and Matt Kuchar, you've <laughs> got to be at or near the top of your league. But, man, uh, Sundays are hard. <laughs> and they're hard anyway, and it just seems like Jim is – is really struggling. I have to wonder, you know, if he gets back to the hotel room or he gets back to Ponte Vedra Beach, you know, is, is there a primal scream that's just emitted that kind of echoes throughout the fourth floor of the hotel or whatever? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, doubt. he goes home, kicks the uh, dog, you know, <laughs> throws the cat, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a little pissed. Uh, you know, and, and you know, f- f- to come that close that many times, yeah, it's got to wear on your uh, psyche a little bit. I, I think so, and you just have to wonder what's it going to take to get over the top. I, I still kind of like Jim this week, and maybe because he has been so consistent, you figure something's going to break through. Um, I also think Rory may get back on, on his horse this week as well. I think he needed one week. Everybody has an off week every now and again. I don't think uh, Ridgewood necessarily uh, matched up as well with his game as TPC Boston does. He's a former winner and probably finishing 22nd last week gave him a little kick in the pants to say, okay, I got to go back to what I was doing before if I'm going to get back to the uh, top of the leaderboard here. So those are two guys I have an eye on. And also I, I think Jason Day uh, showed some good stuff. You worry about the thumb injury until he can give it some good rest, but uh, uh, a good performance by him. Um, he, he started out slow but finished fast. All right. Well, I think that's a very good pick, and um, it's going to be a great holiday weekend with uh, the finish being on Monday. Rich B., your pick before we go. I'm taking uh, my my boy, Ricky Fowler. Of course you are. And uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go for a crazy one, and I'm going to pick Ernie Els. See ya. All right. We're out of here. The Golf Insiders. 5 next Wednesday. Next week, Sam Sneeds.